Welcome to the Get Down with Hurley Brown. This is a weekly series that showcases the world of sports with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. From the recruiters and players to the teams and coaches, we've got it all covered. Now, here's your host, Coach Hurley Brown. Voice of America Nation, what's going on? It's your favorite substitute co-host, Kelvin Harris. The Nick Foles of Voice America Radio trying to take us to the Super Bowl. And we do have a Brown on the show today, but it ain't Hurley. It's my man T. Brown, Terrence Brown from OU, Oklahoma University. Longtime radio personality in the Oklahoma City market. But then he made a career choice and got smart and stopped talking about Oklahoma sports and has moved to the, to the East Coast. <laughs> What's up, T. Brown? Yeah, uh, with you, brother. You, you, How you doing, oh, man? You go. Oh man, I'm yeah. doing good. So you you in the VA now, right? I'm in the VA, man. I'm on in the they call it the DMV, man. Washington D.C. Oh, Maryland, okay. You in you in you in, you in the DMV? On. You ain't in that seven five seven. No, no, no. I couldn't. I couldn't afford. My pockets wasn't that long. So. <laughs> well, shoot, the DMV, man. That's part like Ashburn, Virginia. What? Ouch. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Man, it's, hey, I'm living it. It's, I love it out here, man. I'm mad I wasn't out here sooner in my life. I would have never went to you if I'd have known about this out here. Well, you know, but, uh, you, you're actually taking a pay cut when you were at OU because uh, we all know <laughs> that uh, you guys are all independent contractors at Oklahoma. Is that right? Well, yeah. I need to go back and get my 40 acres in the mule because they ain't gave me nothing. <laughs> Speaking of Oklahoma, we gonna we gonna talk uh, NFL to start off. We gonna start off with one of your alumnus, uh, the good Baker, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. The Baker Mayfield. Yeah, let's start with him, man. Oh, uh, Baker Great. Mayfield, Johnny Manziel, same guy. I don't know. I can't tell the difference. No. I don't know if I was watching. No. Man, listen, I'm, y'all got to stop that, man. Johnny Manziel was a, was a tremendous talent. He was just—he was overrated and, and uh, overhyped. This man, Baker Mayfield, has earned the rights. He's earned everything he's gotten. He's earned his Heisman Trophy. First of all, he earned a spot on the team, two teams, because he walked on to two different teams, and he earned the the the, the Heisman Trophy. Johnny, with the year Johnny got it, I, they just didn't have nobody better to give it to, and Johnny was all hype. Baby. He was all hype, so he deserved it that year. But there's a there's a hundred thousand reasons why Baker Mayfield is different from Johnny Menzel. And you can see how yeah, he was playing. Baker. Say what? He's a half inch taller. Yeah, but what that mean? what that mean? He's balling. That's the only football. That's the only difference I see. Like you. Yeah, he falls out there. I, I, Listen, I'll tell you the one the one difference I see at all. I'll tell you the one difference I see. Now as work from credit, he has got a nice he's very accurate. Very accurate, and the one thing that this Browns uh, front office has done that prior Browns front offices haven't done when they drafted a number one quarterback is that they surrounded him with talent. Antonio Callaway, yes. Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. uh, David Njoku, Carlos Hyde, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, Duke Johnson. He's got a great supporting cast. Uh, right. The guy I feel bad for out of all these rookie quarterbacks. By the way, rookie quarterbacks went 0 for 4 this weekend. <laughs> 0 for. Nobody won. Uh, 0 for 4. Allen, with Baker. Look, 
Josh Allen looked good last week. And then came back to them and the old Buffalo Bills laid the egg in, at Lambeau. Um, Josh Rosen, they threw him to the Lions against Seattle. Um, right. I thought he would have a little bit better help. But I don't know what's going on right there. I guess they're still feeling their way. And then uh, Sam Donald, I feel bad for that kid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why that one right now? He has no nothing. He's, he's starting to press. He started the same thing he did last year at USC. A lot of people said well, he was a turnover machine last year. Well, got to look at it. The year before, he had Juju Smith-Schuster and a group of senior yeah. receivers. They all graduated. He comes back and has but new guys who couldn't get open, running wrong routes, reading coverages wrong. Um, right. And he forced out of was and that's what I'm starting to see out of him this year. Um, you know, but the one guy that's looking good is that Mahomes fella. Cause, uh, Mahomes doing, he doing well, man. Well, MVP, is he, is I'll he say this. And Andy Reid does a good job of developing quarterbacks. The problem I got with Andy Reid is at some point, a choke. It's going to happen. I mean, every pair of pants, he almost has urine stains on them. So, right. at some you know, they're getting off to a good start. And I'll say this, they don't have no feeling. Like, a lot of this stuff I'm seeing in September, if I see it in November, all right, I'm impressed because September is basically an extended preseason now because of the way that the rules are, the practice rules, the camp rules, they don't practice twice a day no more and pads. So, right. They're still getting their badges in there with Mahomes. They don't have any film on him. But he did some things last night, like that left-handed throw. That was impressive. That was real impressive. I was impressed. I've been impressed with him all season, to be honest with you. I mean, his poise, the way he got a hell of arm. I mean, he, he can't take that away home. from him. He, he got a howitzer. Yeah, and the guy, he can reach defense, and when when the defense breaks down, he can get outside that pocket and make things happen. Now, a few times I got mad at him last night because he was holding the ball too long and taking unnecessary punishment, but he'll learn that in well, time over the years. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, T. Brown. The offense is like, when we had Brad Kaya, or, or excuse me, Ja'Cory Harris at UM, our offensive coordinator was a guy named Mark Whipple, who is not the head coach of UMass. He came from Philadelphia with Andy Reid. And, you know, talking to Ja'Cory, I was trying to get him hooked up with Michael Vick because, you know, he was running the same offense and he needed somebody to help him understand, you know, they want you to hold the ball because if you notice all the routes that they go are all down the field. And right, right. Andy Reid got frustrated with Alex Smith because he would call all them deep routes, and if it wasn't open that way, Alex Smith was checking it down because he was, you know, they called him Mr. Checkdown. But they won games. But that's not what Andy Reid wanted to do. He wanted to play John Madden. It's all about John Madden with him. Yeah, and I think it's – but their defense is horrible. Man. Horrible. Horrible. Now, but it'll get them now, by. Now, it'll get them by. They don't get. Well, I'll tell you, one guy that is playing good is the boy from Auburn, D four, number fifty five. He is. He provides some rush from from him, for him but yes, you know they're very in safety and they just don't tackle well. No, no, and I don't no, know why. Who, who is your favorite team? 
Oh, I'm Tennessee Titans all the way. We 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 kind of suck right now, but but we're gonna. Well, y'all won a game. I got to give Marcus Mariota credit. He made some good throws, but the Philadelphia Eagles defensive coordinator needs his ass whooped. Why is he playing deep? <laughs> Deep, deep prevent on fourth and twelve. Then you go right. when you got them in the goal in, in the red zone. You blitz everybody instead of playing quarters coverage and dropping seven. I mean, dropping it's seven. almost like point shaving. Yeah, it, I mean, almost you would think. Yeah. Well, now you say you're a Titans fan. Did Corey Davis make any other catches besides that game winner? No, nah, man, that that guy. And he went around there hugging and kissing and dapping everybody. I mean, I, I, it was a joyous occasion. I'm glad we finally won. I mean, but here's the deal. We can't keep having this coaching carousel and quarterback carousel going, man. We're going to have to get it together if the Titans Well, I think, then, then I think you find your quarterback, and I think you find your coach. Um, I think Vrabel going to provide some stability now, if you look at it, most of them Bill Belichick disciples don't do well. They do. They don't, and they got to go back to him, running back to him after it don't work yeah. out. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give him a chance though, because you know he he he's one of the more unique situations that he was the player. Like if you look at the other ones, they were just coaches, but he played. And then I played think the game. Mm-hmm. I think he got that was pretty good. He was pretty good too. Yeah. He, Three, four touchdown catches in the Super Bowl as a linebacker. But I yeah. think he got to respect his team by going for it on fourth down. Right. You know, and but I really believe he needed to give an assist to the Eagles because they bailed him out. Um, you know, and, the same, and then Frank Wright did that for um, Indianapolis, and it, it worked the opposite. But talking, you know, listening to Andrew Luck, they players, they – they behind him now because they feel like he got, you know, uh, some confidence in them. Instead of right. playing for a tie, he went for the win. Uh, you know, win, right. hopefully it don't come back to bite him, but I doubt it because I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs. What's up with this Not new rule with the NFL being able to they, – uh, they, now you can go for – now you can tie a tie ball game. What's that about? I, I, I well, mean, well, what they did is they cut down the um, the overtime period. I think it's only ten minutes. So, you know, you yeah. you got to score quick, or else it's going to end up a tie. Because you know they try not to have everything go over overboard for TV. You know, they try to make everything concise. But if they keep up right. with these uh, roughing the passer penalties, that's going to defeat right. the purpose because. Um, I, I think that's going to end up getting switched out because we're getting a lot of backlash. Now, right. I tell you, the one team that really need to make some changes, uh, you know, have a heart to heart, or is Pittsburgh because the organization made the organization made a, a decision two years ago not to pay Le'Veon Bell, and it's going to probably cost them a Super Bowl because they were my preseason pick to win the whole thing. Right. And um, I want to recant that, but it's on video, it's on audio, so I can't. But you know, he you already so? said he already said today he's not coming in until week seven, and I can't blame him. Yeah, but after what happened, Earl Thomas. Do they have his money yet, though? Or is he, or is he just coming back? Well, they can't give him. They can't give him an extension 
they have to pay him the fourteen five um um franchise minus the weeks he missed. And I don't think anybody's gonna trade for him because why would you trade for him when you know he's gonna be on the free agent market in January? Uh-huh. So and you know, they stuck with him because, you know and, and but they need him because he's one of the best backs. No, if if not the best all around back in the game. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk some more NFL. Uh, we got the one Oklahoma guy that's doing anything out the way so we can, you know, move on to quality talent now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Johnny Benzel out, oh, my bad, Baker Mayfield out the way early. Johnny I, Mayfield. I Johnny, we might as well call him, uh, uh Johnny Mayfield. Yeah, yeah Johnny Mayfield. Is. Baker Manziel. <laughs> Baker Manziel. <laughs> All right, we're going to take, take a quick break and we'll be right back on the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Beat the crowds and fill that freezer early by tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're discussing Deer Week and handing out season tips to make your 2018 deer hunts more successful. Joining us is Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany, Mark Drury from Bow Madness and Drury's 13, and Jill Gector with Cinch Jeans. Jim and Trav's Deer Craze is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have we got a high-energy, all-access sports show for you. It's Outside the Huddle, starring Lemond Williams. Each week, join Lemond as he takes callers, discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports, and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business. Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. For Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America family, we back to Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm your substitute host, your backup quarterback, your Nick Foles. I'm Kelvin Harris. And I got my man, Terrence Brown, from OU fame. Uh, yes, sir. T. Brown, now when were you at OU? Man, we was there during the glorious losing seasons. I mean, uh, beautiful <laughs> seasons of uh, 92 to 96. We uh, came in under Gary Gibbs, who's our coach that recruited us. John Blake was on the staff. And... Um, who was there? Uh, oh, Snellenberger was my, my, my senior year. Yeah, so, you were scared uh, of Snellenberger. How, old Howard Snellenberger. But uh, yeah, Gibbs, my freshman year, I tell you this, we had the first uh, 
walkout, I had ever been on a team where we actually walked out of practice on the coach. So uh, that was kind of was that crazy. Huh? Was that on what, Gary year? Gibbs? Yeah, Gibbs. Yeah, Gary Gibbs. Uh, it's printing, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, Gary Gibbs. Uh, freshman year, man. He we. This was the Big Eight still going on, right, Kevin? So we had uh, the the records in the Big Eight was so screwed up that year. Like everybody was like five and something. So wow. Nebraska was still in it. Um, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado yeah. State. Uh, so at the time we had two we had two games left for the season. No, three: Oklahoma State, uh, Nebraska, and uh, I think we had just beat Iowa State. So we just beat Iowa State, and all we had to do as as a team is beat one of the last two. Which at this time Oklahoma State hadn't beaten us in twenty two years. Wow! So, Tell Gundy's the quarterback. He's on the staff now. He's the quarterback, starting quarterback. Steve Collins is the backup. Uh, Kale, we're playing Oklahoma State in Stillwater. Kale Gundy is on the one-yard line. Well, we're on the one-yard line. Kale Gundy calls a timeout, tries to pull himself out the game. Tells Coach Gibbs, hey, my shoulder hurt, whatever. Uh, I can't run the play. It was quarterback sneak. Coach Gibbs tells him, no, you go back in there. Now, mind you, this man called a timeout to pull himself out the game. That should show you something right there. Secondly, Coach Gibbs tells him, no, Kel, you run it. So, Kel goes back in there. Naturally, he fumbles the ball. Oklahoma State runs it back to the 50-yard line. We tackle him. Three plays later, they kick a field goal to tie the game. So, that game, we end in a tie. Now, remind remind you, we only have to win one of these last two games. Now, we know Nebraska is going to be real tough. Real tough to win. That was supposed to be our cupcake game. That's supposed to be our cupcake. Now, we win one of these last two. We go to the Orange Bowl, which back then was certified as almost like a national title, one of the games that if you win that game, you, you almost win a national title. You're in, the, you're in the talks, at least, the conversation. So yeah. we lose. Well, well, we tie. I'm sorry, we tie. Now, the whole team is in disarray because they wonder why, if Kel called timeout, first of all, why he called timeout to pull himself out the game. Secondly, why didn't the coach listen to him? Thirdly, how are we going to tie to Oklahoma State? And fourthly, we got an off week going through the next week before we go play Nebraska. Do you know this man tries to have us on Monday? Normally we do walk through, film work, look at the next team, and, you know, ice up, move day. Well, we got a bye week, and this man, Coach Gibb, puts on the board scrimmage, full pads on a Monday. Like he's <laughs> almost like he's punishing us for his dumb decision. Oh, not putting Kel Gundy, uh, pulling him out the game when he called timeout. Now, mind you, you know you know the time this was. I'm gonna bring it up to you. The movie Malcolm X had just hit the theaters. That oh uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so everybody walk. We go in the locker room. We figure out he got us going full pass, full scrimmage. So some of the seniors said, "Hey, listen, we ain't doing this." Well, I mean, we we leave him. If if he gonna do this, we leave him. We out. So we followed. You know, I was a freshman that year. We followed. We, we hey, when y'all said we ain't doing it. This ninety two, we ain't doing it. Man, we go sit out in the lawn right in front of the stadium. Before I know it, man, CNN, ESPN, local cameras, they all out there. Y'all, we had to walk out. 
on the team, half the seniors that went to see the movie Malcolm X. So, I mean, so we couldn't practice that day, not even the next day at all. We had to have a major team meeting about why we walked out on the coach, and then the next year the man get fired. Boy, he really he resigned, which was they kind of forced him out. So it was a wild year, man. My freshman year was wild. Crazy. Wow. So then John Blake came in and y'all run him off and then y'all bring in Snellenberger, a man who's trying to get the program right. And then y'all get to run him off. Cause, yeah. So y'all just running coaches off in Oklahoma. Well, see, Parents, don't, don't, don't let your kids go to OU. Bunch of man, my kids, I never had one graduate from OU. So I, you should have told me that a long time ago. <laughs> I got one. I got one in high school about to go to the next couple of years. So we're gonna be wow. all right. Well, keeping the OU thing, we're gonna move on to the Bucks and Gerald McCoy and his crew. Now, you know, my boy Sap has been mentoring Gerald. Uh, Gerald's come a long way. He's a good kid. I think he's mm-hmm. been pretty good as a ball player. But um, they got run right out of Chicago. Man. <laughs> I saw that. And man, for those crazy. of you who thought that that fist magic was going to continue all season, you got mm-hmm. duped again. I mean, this is who yeah. he is. He gives you four good games, and then he pees mm-hmm. on himself, and he goes back into mm-hmm. being a backup. And then, you know, the, the real star to come back. Well, right. they got an off week this week, so it'll give Jameis a chance to get back into the into the, um, into the the speed of things. But I think they got a good team. I mean, McCoy and the defense has got some potential. Levante David, Brent Grimes, uh-huh. they got they got a playmaker at all three levels. But man, and then Jason Pierre Paul. But you can't be getting forty. Like I'm gonna tell you something. It's a lot of bad football in the NFL right now. And uh-huh. I know this fantasy craze and this John Madden craze has got fans excited, but. As a guy who spent, you know, a little less than two years in the league and spent another two, three, four trying to get back in the league, playing in various leagues, I'm, I'm a bit offended because this is supposed to be the ultimate standard. This ain't supposed right. to be easy. You're not supposed no. to be able to just put 40 up on somebody. And I'm so, <laughs> no. So it's like, you know, it's just it's, it just seems watered down. It's really it's really been tough for me to watch these first three four weeks. I mean, right. I don't know you know how you feel about it, but I mean, well, and then bad coaching decisions like the one with your you know the, your, your your Titans and the, with the Eagles. And, I mean, it's just well, that's basic on the, the the problem is these teams. It's early in the season, right? We all know that we we play the sport on some level. Somebody's played some sport on some level, you know. It's two halves. It's two halves of the seasons. It's two halves of the football game. So Tampa Bay didn't went out here and started riding high that Fitz was going to take them all the way through. And we know Fitz going to give you, like you said, four good games. Now, it could be one here and there. It could be two or three at the end of the season. Or it could be <laughs> at the beginning of the season. I mean, but yeah. eventually the real Fitzgerald going to show up. Now, I like the guy. He got the moxie. He's a quality backup in the league. He's doing what he's supposed to do, win you a couple of games, keep you alive. And he won a few games, but they start feeling themselves as an organization, thinking, okay, oh, yeah. we finally arrived. Now we're going to bench our real starter 
because we might go to the Super Bowl with this guy. And they know they know damn well that wasn't going to work, but you got to ride the hot hand, as, as they say. But if I'm Jameis Winston, only because I'm a team player, the only way I go in that game when we already down 40 points or whatever it was when he got, when he got to get in there and get the snap off because, first of all, they should have started the man back when at the beginning of the game, you know, instead of bringing well, him off the Well, I, I, I say this. They should have just not played him and let Fitzpatrick go through it. And, and then maybe yeah. play Winston at the, the, the last quarter because the game was over after the first quarter. But the thing right. about it is they not, they lied to themselves as an organization. You got you got <laughs> some decent weapons with Jackson and Howard and Evans. Your running game and your pass protection need to be shored up. You know, right. and you know, the reality is nobody has seen Fitzpatrick on film for about three, four years. So it takes a while for you to figure out, oh, he really ain't got no strong arm and oh Mm-hmm. Even though he don't have a strong arm, he think he's doing, he's going to force some passes. Okay. Right. <laughs> we'll just play off and let him just throw it to us. And then eventually and he forces it in the double coverage. You know, just yep. bad decision. The real fist, the real fist shows up. The real fist, fist or whatever his name, Fitzpatrick, he shows Fitzpatrick, up. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, James Winston should be starting. Now, Jameson, we got to, he got to stop doing all that crazy stuff he's doing too now. I mean, well, yeah, man, every yeah. time we look I'm, up, he apologizes for something. Well, from what I understand from talking to Sap and other people I know in the organization, he's been on his best behavior the last year and a half. That particular incident that got him suspended was from two years ago. Two years ago, right? I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of his rookie year. or Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, his second year. Second but year, the thing about year. it is, when you're the quarterback, you know, it's just you can't act a certain way. It's just like sort of like being the president of the United States. Oh, my bad. I guess you can do that now. But, yeah, yes, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but normally yeah. you have to have a certain personality and a certain temperament to be the quarterback because, you know, you know. now Cam right. Newton, I, like, I, I don't have a problem with what Cam Newton does because you've never heard of Cam Newton getting any off-the-field Off-the-field, yeah. No. I mean, he's actually having fun with the fact that he don't know how to dress. And everybody else in the media is having fun with it, too. But his teammates, you know, they adore him. The coaching staff respects him. And he leads the team. But you can't be be in the Uber grabbing on women's (laughs) crotches. Especially now, man, what's wrong with him? Well, I'll I'll give him a pass because, you know, he was still young in the league. And I just think he was with his homeboys, and it was just one of them situations where they had too much to drink, and there wasn't a rational person in the vehicle or on the trip. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, he's got a fiance. He spends a lot of time with her. One of my friends, DJ Mike Evans' wedding, and him and Johnny Manziel were at the wedding, and he told me the whole time at the reception, Jameis Winston was sitting there with his gal drinking water. On the other side, oh, okay. On the flip side of that, Johnny Mandel was pouring water on girls and getting on top of the table. Oh, wow. Uh, at the, so, at the you know, at the reception. Yeah, at the reception. Man, come on, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Well, Johnny, Johnny ain't got nothing hey, to lose no more, man. 
He run around yeah, like a rich he, kid. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he can manage the Canada, and man, he is paying the price because he has no help. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna get into this college game. We're gonna talk a little bit about Oklahoma, unfortunately, but I I can't disrespect what Kyler Murray is doing. So we get come back. We're gonna yeah, talk we a little talk college on the yeah. <laughs> on the get down with early Brown. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. He's still out. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346-9144 or send an email to the get down with Hurley Brown at gmail.com now back to the show what's American Nation we back on the get down with Hurley Brown I'm your favorite substitute Kelvin Harris normally the co-host but I gotta take all the shots today so I had to bring in somebody to you know give me a little assistance another Brown no relation another Brown there's Brown now, we're going to talk about OU because I want to talk about Kyler Murray. Um, I've been watching that kid since he was in high school, leading his high school to what, two, three undefeated seasons and state championships. And I thought that he, would, he was a good high school player. I was a little suspect about what he would do in college. The simple fact that he's a, he's a hobbit. I mean, he's what, 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, I mean, he got listed at 5'11", but... 
He's five eleven. I'm Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> but but he has got he exciting out there, don't he? Hey, he uh he got exceptional speed and his arm is better than a lot of people thought. So it mm-hmm. begs to ask the question, is it the system or is it the QB? Because he's doing as good or better than Baker Mayfield. So realistically, was Baker Mayfield overrated? Oh wow. Here we go. See here's I'm the thing. Saying. You asked the right person. You you asked the right person because I just actually had this conversation all week with some former alumni that we, we sit around and discuss the the good, the bad, the ugly about our team. And we just keep – I keep it 100. Like, my guys, they don't like to hear it. But I'm not – in in and this going to probably shock you, but I'm not really a big Kyler Murray fan. Now, that doesn't mean I wow. don't like him and I don't think he's doing good playing. I just think um, – you 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 alluded to some of the concerns I have with him, but the toughness and how his size and mobility, and to me, you know, from talking to some of the current players, which I, I ain't gonna name drop, you know, it just don't to me it don't seem like he got his one hundred percent emotion oh, you? feeling. It's, yeah, yeah, and you gotta say we didn't recruit him. Uh, we, why would he, why would he be one hundred percent in? He just got four point six million from the Oakland A's. Exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm that's, amazed that he came back. That's proving my point. That's exactly what I'm saying, Kelvin. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think four point seven, and then he got endorsements just waiting for him to go professional, and he he'll probably have another five million in the bank just on endorsements alone. So you got to think we didn't recruit this guy coming out of high school. We actually did a package deal to to get rid of uh, Knight at the time and get him because of our relationship with A&M and we're not in the same conference anymore. So this guy, I don't I don't see him being loyal to the program down the road and I don't see us like, well, if he's well, going to stuff, I think he's out of a, An interesting tidbit that you brought up there is for the people out in Voice America land, Kyler Murray's father was a quarterback for the Texas A&M Aggies in the late 80s, uh, Damn good one, guy by the name of, a very good one, but guy by the name of Kevin Murray. Now, he was the prototypical quarterback, 6'3", 220. And uh, from what I understand, he uh, helped put about two or three programs on probation because he was riding around in a <laughs> with a Corvette right. and a Benz. <laughs> and unfortunately, uh-huh. he got hurt towards the end of his career and it curtailed his pro career, but obviously um, he procreated rather successfully because this is his son, and he uh, trained to be a quarterback. So I agree with you on 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 the uh, loyalty part, but to be honest with you, I don't think that's the biggest problem y'all have. I think the biggest problem y'all have is on the defensive side of the ball because I think early on this early success kind of lulled a lot of y'all fan base to sleep and thinking that this is a different <laughs> defense. But it's the same right. defense. It's the same defense. Now, I like the middle linebacker. He's been good ever yeah. since he was a true freshman. He got a couple of secondary guys that are pretty good. You know, got a couple of true Modern freshmen that are playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but the key test for you guys comes against Texas, and I honestly believe um, I think y'all will beat West Virginia, but I think Oklahoma State is going to give y'all fits. Um, well, they always on, do, but we always win. Yeah. We figure out yeah, a way to win. Just, and it's the Bedlam game, and 
you know, Mike Gundy puts all his eggs in the basket in that game. Now, right now, uh, week, going into week six, my four teams in are Alabama, mm-hmm. Clemson, Ohio State, and as much as it hurts me to say it, Georgia. With Georgia. Oklahoma in the number five position, and right I, now I don't know who would be the six because you know they you know, they go six, but I would go Oklahoma in number five. Um, Georgia's at, uh, Notre, mm-hmm. oh Notre Dame, you know what? My bad. Yeah, Notre Dame yeah, then yeah, Oklahoma, but yeah, because Notre, you know, Notre Dame played a tougher schedule than everybody. Yeah, and they, they, they just beat Stanford, but I'm not I'm not that I wasn't that high on Stanford. My my former uh, UM alumni teammate Mario Cristobal must have been point shaving himself because he basically let Stanford <laughs> off the hook <laughs> by running that ball and not yeah. taking three knees and getting out of dodge. But right, uh, Notre Dame has looked good to some extent. They made the same move that our my school Miami made and the same school that Clemson made, and uh, in changing the quarterback. Um, the other guy just couldn't throw it all, and you can't no. have that. But no, I'm not sold on Notre Dame. They're going to lose a game or two because this is basically the same defense that we ran through uh, like a Vegas prostitute last year. And the weakness in that is they don't, they don't have a lot of team speed in the secondary or quickness. They are physical. No, right. They're physical. I will be interested to see your team, Oklahoma, play against them because it would be a a, a a styles thing. You know, they're a big and physical team. You guys are, you know, got size, but you really are, you know, really quick on the perimeter. Uh, but right now, Alabama. Now, now here's the caveat: to Alabama, they haven't played anybody, so they they obviously gonna look incredibly good, really good when you playing right. three cupcakes. Three cupcake games. Ain't that? They always do that. They start off like that, steamrolling in cupcakes, and then they stay at the number one ranking. Which you got to give it to uh, Nick Saban. He he know how to schedule his team to to get the most out of his rankings because that's exactly what he does every year. And then they throw Georgia in there, and neither one of these teams <laughs> played anybody yet. And they got them one and two and three. I mean, come on. I, I just I hate the way they start the rankings off for the season like that because it. It really gives you a bad omen of if your team look even look at your team Miami y'all had one loss and then you know, dropped out the top twenty five and now you're back in it. but you so far well we down. never left the top twenty five they just put us at twenty two but now because of that loss and the, 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 the skittishness of putting us back up and us losing again they got us hovering a little too low. But the reality is we just got to win the rest of our games. I mean, we weren't the same team that we are now. We had basically a backup quarterback starting for us, and um, he missed a lot of touchdowns. So we got, you know, we got about six, seven weeks to prove everybody wrong, and then we'll play Clemson in this ACC championship game and secure our spot into the Final Four. By that time, uh, you guys have probably lost to Oklahoma State, maybe Texas. And then <laughs> you just said kind of three-way tie. West three-way Virginia. tie. Hey, we're going to beat – I think um, we might have, we might have a problem with West Virginia because we got to go up there in the cold and play them this year. I'm just not – I don't know if West Virginia. 
I'm not sold score, on West Virginia. Bro. They can score, though. They don't play any defense. Well, that's the key. They might dial it up a notch because they got OU coming in there. This is going to be the biggest game probably of uh, the coach's career at home. So they're going to have – they're going to probably have game day there and all that. So, And it's going to be cold out there. And we typically don't play well there. We played well there one time in the last four or five years. But we typically don't play well there. Texas, I don't know why everybody keeps calling that a, a, a musty game. Texas is not – come on. Texas is – they're not ready, man. They got some more years so you, to get, get, get this so stuff said in. Texas. So you said Texas is a, is a farce. They, they're basically a, a sham. No, they're not a sham. They're just not ready for us. We, no. we, we, we have won. We really should have won. OU, with the same team, with, without the, with the exception of Baker Mayfield, which he was a lot. He meant a lot to the team. But as you alluded to, Kyler Murray's playing just as well so far. Yeah. Um, I still don't trust him in the big game. He ain't showing in the big game yet because he hadn't played it. But here's the deal: we technically would have beat Alabama in the in the in the championship game last year. We should have beat uh, Georgia. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We go. We got to go to break now. And when we come back from break, I'm gonna I'm gonna have them drug test you on air. So, so we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back. We're gonna finish this college, and we're gonna uh, end the show by talking a little NBA. On the get down with Hurley Brown. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Want to experience football from the perspective of a former player who also has coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. He'll talk about the draft, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl has the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. He'll cover the camps on and off the field and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 
888-346-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. This is the Get Down with Hurley Brown. To reach our show today, call in to 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to thegetdownwithhurleybrown at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Voice America family, the Get Down with Hurley Brown. I'm co-hosting uh, the main host today, Kelvin Harris. Normally your co-host. I got my man T. Brown, who's out in Virginia, former radio personality in Oklahoma City market. Now, are you going to pursue any radio in uh, VA? Man, you know, I don't know, Kevin. That's an interesting question. I actually can do, I can still do the CBS radio show from um, this, uh, in Oklahoma City, but Right now, I'm just trying to get my time, and I, I kind of got some guys uh, filling in for me now, helping me out, former OU players, but I haven't really even thought about it, man. I've been so busy on the grind out here, but I would like to definitely, when things slow down, uh, get back into the loop of things. Yeah, that's good, getting into a routine, mm-hmm. you know, getting to that, that, that zone where, you know, now you, you, you made – Arguably one of the most uh, asinine statements before the break. <laughs> and I was going to give you a chance to walk it back and say that you made a mistake. Well, the only mistake I said or made was I should have said we would have not only beat Alabama, but we would have blew them out by 30, 40 points. Oh, wow. wow. You can't, if you can't score on Georgia, we put up 50 on Georgia. So if you can't score on Georgia, you're going to have problems with us. Now, the Alabama defense this year, they got some flat-out athletes. I watched a few of their games. Now, they they was playing cupcakes, but still some of the things they were doing against those cupcakes defensively was impressive, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just telling you, last year with Baker and all the weapons we had, man, we'd have put up at least 35, 40 points on them cats. At least. Mm-hmm. You know, we were averaging 50 points a game last season, 55, 56 points a game last season. Averaging. Yeah, yeah, I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean didn't play nobody like us. And if we could have, I mean, if we could have, if OU could have controlled those two running backs last year, the Selby kid and that, uh, I forget the other boy's name, number 27, but if we could have controlled them, man, it would have been a, it would have been a blowout with them. But our defense was ranked number what, 100, 100 in the country last year? So it's gonna be um, hard to like I don't know, I, I don't know the rate, but it wasn't you know, superior. I think it was in the fifty, fifty five, fifty six we was ranked last year defensively. Well you know who got the number two defense in the country right now, right? Who? Oh man, the boys. The boys in the orange and green. Yeah. Oh, you talking about number two Yes, number two in total defense and number one in tackles. 
for losses nationwide. That's how many losses you have? They bought and paid for one. Okay. So you got two losses. Uh, uh yeah. Okay. No, us so this year no, we only have one. We're four and one loss. So that number one defense stuff don't number two that don't mean nothing with a loss, right? No, none of it means nothing until you get to the final four and then you get to the game, the final game. You guaranteed to get two losses with Clemson, so you're gonna be out of the four right now. No, 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 no. We're gonna beat Clemson. We're gonna beat Clemson. Let's say you're gonna defeat it to Clemson. You're gonna lose. Got some Clippers and shade Trevor Lawrence's hair, just to let them know don't mess with us. We got the best defensive front seven player in the country. It's not even close. Know who I'm talking about? Who? Gerald Willis the third. Oh yeah. Nose guard defensive defensive lineman for us. He's a beast, that's for sure. Oh man. I can't argue. Ten and a half tackles for loss right now after five games. So he's on pace for twenty four or something like that. Twenty four. Yeah. I don't think he's getting seven. He got seven former recoveries too. The big boy, he's gonna I mean, slow down into, at the end of the day. He'll slow down a little bit on his on his on his aggressiveness. But you know they'll find a way to block him. Is what I mean. They'll find a way. Well, to block him. FIU was cutting at his legs a little bit, and mm-hmm. so was Bishop Rowe. I think he's gonna start to get it going. He gonna, he's just gonna be a nice key. I think he'll um he'll continue to lead us on defense, and then. We'll get our leader in the secondary back. The defense will continue to be top-notch. We're number two in scoring, number one in tackles for loss. And uh, ACC schedule is not that tough. We just got really one game to win after we win uh, this game and beat Jacksonville State. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Well, what, what y'all listen to this, though? What's, what's the game plan moving forward for y'all on how y'all going to keep uh, recruiting up with 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 this coach and and with the kind of players you got now. Mm. Well, I think it's just this: we got a guy that's in there that was a former quarterback for us, and he knows how to sell the city and the school. And then on top of that, we got campuses all over South Florida, so you may yeah, leave the gym. To compete with Clemson and Alabama and Florida, you don't need. I mean, Miami used to be the place to want to go. I mean, I had I wanted to go to Miami back in the day. Well, and they were the thing about it is, it's still a great place to go. But you know, I don't have to be politically correct here, so I'll be honest. I mean, there's a lot of bags being passed out, and we're not one right. of those schools that does the bag passing. So we have to rely on the natural elements of uh, South Florida. And I got to be honest with you. Um, when these kids bring their parents, we ain't really got to take them out with the host. The, the, the city sells itself. Right, right. I mean, this ain't uh, Norman, Oklahoma, where everybody related and <laughs> half the people ain't got all their teeth and, you know, oh, uh, wow. everybody walk around with a fishing pole yeah. and some overalls. <laughs> you, know, that ain't, you ain't been Oklahoma in a while then. Ain't that, all that's that. changed, brother. We got, the, we got the thunder there now, baby. They bringing in all the... Uh, city folk. <laughs> wow. Well, so you the know, bringing in all the city folk now. 
Well, y'all been notorious for being rather generous with the gifts back at home for the young men. I think y'all don't know nothing about that. Oh, I'm sure you don't. Y'all got a chance to go 12-0, though, because y'all, you know, really don't have maybe two tough teams left on the schedule. Kyler Murray has got to step up, and he got to be a – first of all, you can't be the leader of the team and get a uh, miss of me. I don't know no starting quarterback in the country that has something more important to do than be at the team facility for the meeting. So – well, yeah, I agree I'm, with you. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of out on them right now. But I want them to do well, naturally, because OU. But I just think $4.7 million in the bank and another 4.7 on the way, it's going to be hard to keep that Ooh. young man's attention span. And, hey, and man, we know that through that drift. Me and some of my homeboys from uh, down south, we're going to come pay him a visit. We just want to see the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, T, man, I want to thank you for being on the show today, man. Give the people your social media where they can find you. Uh, uh, just T. Brown, uh, number three, at uh, Yahoo on Facebook, man. Just look me up, Terrence Brown, former OU Sooner quarterback. Um, you know, we got to do some more talking. Me and you and Double A text every now and then, but we got to do more talking conversation. So, uh, oh, yeah. Pleasure being on the show, and uh, I appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Next week, too, I'm going to have some more OU stories for you. Yeah, okay, yeah, because y'all going to uh, lose to Texas. I'm going to close on that note. We relevant. We relevant. Don't close. Don't close. <laughs> like I always close it. It's all about the you, baby. Change for life. No says. See y'all next week. Thanks for tuning in to The Get Down with Hurley Brown. The coach wants you to join us again next week, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll have another great show ready to roll next week.